Hello everyone, welcome to episode 8 of the Roving Bookworm Podcast, a safe space for meaningful and sometimes difficult conversations inspired by books, poetry and music over a cup of tea or two. My name is B.I. Garrix and I'm your host. How are you all doing? I hope your week went well and as planned, but even if it didn't, um, we should always remember that when there's life, there's hope. We can always dust ourselves up and try again. My week was busy, but good to the glory of God. I'm excited to be back here for yet another episode. Um, Planning and recording this podcast is a great joy and a great outlet for me. And I hope it also adds value to your lives in one way or the other. Thank you once again for listening, subscribing and sharing this podcast with your family and friends. The feedback I have been receiving from you all has been so heartwarming. And I pray for God's blessings upon your lives now and always. This week's theme is titled Dating and Relationship Tips, Doing It God's Way. And it was inspired by three books, two books, two of those books I read by the same author, Tokwa Motosho, and they are titled Dance and Crumbled. This author is a really talented Christian fiction writer, and I urge you to check out my reviews of these books on my blog, rovingbookwomng.com, and see if you'll be interested in reading them. Chakwe has also written other books. I've also reviewed them on my blog. So it would be um, better instead of searching for these titles, I think you should, you should search for Chakwe Motoshow on my blog and you would find all her books I have read and reviewed. The third book is the Bible, which is my favorite book. I read it every day. Um, and because the theme is doing something God's way, there's no other standard we have but the word of God. So that is my third book and everyone um, knows where to get a bible it's they're everywhere so don't forget to follow this blog rovingbookomng.com so you don't miss a thing as you would always receive notifications of new podcast episodes book reviews author interviews and lots more today we have a guest and it's none other than the brilliant Tokwa Motoshow herself, you know, the writer of the books that um, gave me the inspiration for this theme. So I'm going to give her AKAs. She'll be, she would probably laugh when she hears these AKAs. AKA Nigerian Christian fiction queen, AKA literary evangelist, AKA daughter of Zion. Tokwa is a fantastic author of Christian fiction who is so passionate about impacting the world through timeless wisdom and knowledge found in her thought-provoking stories like crumbled you need to read crumbled and writing and they apply to all ages anyone can read her books they are nice they are clean your teenagers older people anybody can read Tucker's books she's also a devoted christian of course who is zealous about bringing people to the knowledge of god's um of god's truth and unfailing love she's also a wife and a mother so before we um have talk by joining um on this conversation i need to quickly go brew my ginger and honey tea and also give you a minute to go grab your beverage of choice and then let's get into it
Hi, Tokpe. Welcome Hi. to the Welcome to the Roving Bookworm podcast. How are you doing today? I'm fine, thank you. Wow, it's great to have you here. So, um please say hello to our listeners before we continue. Okay. Hi, everyone. Uh, it's great to be here. I'm grateful to BI for inviting me for this conversation because I'm excited about what we're going to talk about. Okay. So, um, like I said earlier, we'll be having a conversation on dating and relationship tips, doing it God's way in an age where everything is permissible. So, I mean, Tokpa, you know that we've had some conversations um, and I've also told you that um, things are so different from when I dated. I think I, I was dating like 20 years ago now. So, <laughs> I mean, it's a long time. There was no internet. There was no social media and so many other things that are prevalent now. And, no dating um, apps. Yeah, no dating apps. No dating apps. I don't even know what that means. Like a dating <laughs> app. <laughs> I don't know what that means. So, um you know and in my time like people had experience you know they could advise you and tell you you know this you should do this when you're dating or when you're in a relationship you shouldn't do this because they had experience but now yes. i find like people in my position who have children who have teenagers um and also people who have younger siblings and so on um they can't really give advice because they they haven't experienced this time like I said, I don't know what a dating app is. I don't know how it works. So, <laughs> so, so, um, and then there are other things, you know, with these times, you know, chastity is mocked. You know, if you say, oh, I'm a virgin, they're like, oh, really? Like, come on, you know? So it's, it's, there's just so many different things. While in our time, it was a great, it was a big deal, you know, for you to yeah. keep yourself pure and so on so um this is what this conversation is about we want to be able to um give younger people tips on dating and how to navigate the um relationship scene in this time and that is why you're here Tokwe, because i mean your books are, are phenomenal the two books especially in fact your four, four of your books i've read um had a lot of um gave me a lot of insight on how the dating scene is now a bit but particularly the two books that um that inspired this thing um dance and crumbled you know where there were believers who were in the relationships and and so on so for the benefit of like younger teenagers i think that it's it's a good time they should learn these things early they should yes. know about these things early um we would start with the basics like what is dating you know for believers whose lives are dedicated to god because this is for for believers um um children of god people who are dedicated to god what is dating what 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 is dating for them okay dating is all right um when people when male and female mm-hmm. decide that yeah you meet let's say you meet in in a church now and you feel like okay that i like this guy i like this girl and then you say that okay we want to we want to see if we can work well together mm-hmm. and you say that okay i just want to you know i want to get to know you better and you decide to take the person out so mm-hmm. you're you are you know you take the person on a date so and you being with that person it makes you decide okay i want to move this into a relationship exactly okay, i want this to be 
I want this to be an official relationship. Not that you are hanging out with the person and you just think, oh, we're dating. And, you ask, and your friends actually, oh, you guys are going out. You're so cute. And at least you think, okay, yes, we're dating. But meanwhile, the guy is just hanging out with you. So mm-hmm. you need to, in a relationship, you really need to define what's happening. Exactly. Whether you're actually in a relationship or not. I remember when uh, my my husband and I started going out and and he, he mentioned something. I think he said that you're my girlfriend. Like, really, I'm your girlfriend. You didn't tell me. You didn't ask me that I'm your girlfriend or something. Like that. So you just mm-hmm. so no, you have to make it official. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I agree, hundred percent. You have to make it official. You have to say, look, um, when you go on the first date, you can you you can the the the, the guy can and can tell the girl these are my intentions. And I think the the ideal response would be, okay, you know, maybe we'll go on a few dates, get to know each other better and see if, you know, we can actually go into um, a relationship. Now, mm. sorry, but let me just chip in there. And the thing about um, Christian relationships right now is you can also, Mm. also save yourself from all these troubles. If like heartaches, the person, if you feel that the person will not be with you or something like that, if you just let god lead so you, you can just you know save yourself the hard troubles exactly telling you okay yeah you can enter a relationship with this person you can go out with this person if you feel at peace with that person you can go out so if you're not at peace with it and you just be like i'm not interested thank you or the person mm-hmm. that's in your person let me pray about it so it, there's nothing wrong because since we're talking about christian relationships dating god's way there's yes. no praying about a relationship first before going ahead you have to pray about everything because the truth about it is that like relationships it's it's all about our relationship with god everything that we do is about our relationship with god so um it's a relationship that should encourage each party to grow closer to god not away from god so yeah so 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 you you've made a very valid point that we should you know pray about it and if someone is saying or I want to be in a relationship with you and so on, then it's something that you should pray about. And I know that, um, you know, it sounds very like in Nigerian terms, bureau, but the truth <laughs> is, the truth is prayer, you know, is a part of, is a way of life for us yes. as Christians. We talk to God. God is your father. It's like you're, you're talking to God. You see your father in the morning, you say, good morning. Oh, daddy, please, can I do this? Can I, you know, you take permission from your parents. So God is ultimate, is is ultimate, you know, father. And you should be able to ask him anything. And then you go and say, wow, this person, um, he's nice. Because then again, what attracts you to someone is basically physical at the beginning. You don't really know the person. So you need to ask God to lead you, um, give you an insight. You know, this person wants to be with me or I want to be with this person. I like this person. She's cute. He's handsome, whatever. And god will definitely give you direction god yeah. never fails he will definitely give you direction so talk about, let me move ahead to ask when can we say it's the right age to start dating as believers because this is very tricky okay. now in this year in this day and age you know we see a lot of very young people dating you know 13 14 15 16 and you know i've had conversations with my teenager about you know what age to date but you know people you know they 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 are aware they go to school they see other people date they see people of different ages date and as christians 
what can we say about the right time okay um i think one thing someone is if you actually want to enter into a relationship you just ask yourself okay why am i entering into a relationship Mm-hmm. what is the end of this relationship now mm-hmm. if i'm a teenager and i'm like 15 16 why am i entering a relationship am i ready to get married in the next two years am i Thank ready you. to so <laughs> there's no there's no end in like next two years or so then why am i entering into this relationship so mm-hmm. if you say right age let's let's talk about um let's talk about 18 above right now yes okay is there um i'm 18 or something like that or i'm 19 20 is there a right age that i should i'm now a matured adult not actually young adult let me put it that way Mm -hmm. so i won't say there's a right age because everything boils down to to um maturity exactly i wanted to say that maturity if the person is matured, if the person is, that's one. Number two, if the person can handle marriage, is ready to handle marriage. And if the person is like, I, I don't want to say, okay, the person is ready. Let me explain different, differently what this, um, these three points mean. Now, maturity, you can say that, am I emotionally matured? Mm-hmm. Am I physically matured? Am I financially and mentally matured? Mm-hmm. If, you look at the spiritual side as well am i ready to for a man am i ready to lead a woman i'm supposed to wash out with the word am i ready to do that am i mm-hmm. also growing as a christian so you need to look at yourself in that light and then as a woman okay are you ready because you know that before it was just you so are you mm-hmm. ready to man's needs above yours are you ready to follow submit to his leadership so you know all those things you have to ask yourself am i ready and you know the yeah. thing is if you look at age, you can see a 19 year old person, I see a 20 year old person that is matured in all these aspects. Very, you know, very mature. You see, and then you just, and you look at someone that is 30 and is still playing around, like, man, I'm 30, let me just have fun and enjoy myself. I'm not ready for marriage. So you see, everything depends on the maturity of a person. So you have to ask, so am I mature? And then you know whether you are ready to be fluid um to the holy spirit like if the holy spirit leads you like okay person leads you to the holy spirit leads you to something or someone or to do something are you ready to just go with what the holy spirit is saying or are you going to be struggling and like no i don't want to do this holy spirit i'm not ready so it's like how much you yield yourself to god that's spiritually right now so number two is can you handle marriage and the thing is not everyone has to get married. Mm. Some are made to Enoch. Is it in, I don't even know how to spell. Is it Enoch or Enoch? Enoch. Enoch. Thank yes. you. Yes. So some are supposed to be that, and you know, Jesus already said that it's not all that's going to marry. Some have yeah. already had that. That um, they've already been wired to be okay. They, as they people. have that grace. Yes, they have that grace. Thank you. That's what. Yes. To be to be single so and if you may say that oh but the bible says be fruitful and multiply and you're like okay but look at paul mm-hmm. paul didn't get married but look at if you look at his life he was fruitful mm-hmm. 
he multiplied he multiplied himself he had people that he was duplicating himself discipling others so yeah he had children he had children he had children yes i mean he had children like yeah okay yes yeah yeah. he had children yeah yeah so you see that he was fruitful so Mm -hmm. can you the people can't handle marriage they can't handle the the stress they can't handle the um emotional side the mental responsibilities they're just so you have to ask yourself am i ready to handle marriage can i handle marriage and then if you have not lived alone before <laughs> and or if you are now coming together with another person yeah. and like when they say the bible says leave and cleave are you are you really ready to cleave are you ready to leave are you ready to commit no i think that's one of the things they ask um in vows like okay uh, are you ready to forsake all others? Yes. And be with. So, are this you ready person. to? Yes. Are you ready to look away from all the beautiful and handsome people and just focus on your spouse? So, mm. and are you ready to love? And it's it's going beyond um, these sexual feelings. Yeah. Love as what the Bible says. You're not selfish. You're not looking out for yourself alone. You're not. Um, yeah, you know. Yeah kind all those things written out in first corinthians 13 so yeah so yes i've answered yeah (laughs) thank you i mean you've made a lot of like really great points um and i would add to what you said about like asking yourself like are you ready are you mature i also want to add that um you we need to seek guardians you know that's why we have parents that's why we have people older than us because sometimes we we may not we may assume that we are mature you know just because of our feelings are pushing us you know you know in the world they say oh follow your heart but you know the word of god says the heart is 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 deceitful so it means that your heart can deceive you therefore it's good to be able to ask people in authority you know because they may be seeing you from a perspective that you don't see yourself you know so i really want to add that that even you asking yourself am i mature enough and then you made a very valid point and this is what i've told my teenager like if you want to go into a relationship you say you're you're 18 you're 19 are you ready in the next few years to be married because you know, you cannot have, it's not advisable to have a very long um, relationship, dating and relationship space. Yes. Because the aim of Christian relationships is to end in marriage, really. Um, yes. Except you you discover that, look, you guys are not compatible or, or, yes. or whatnot. But, so if that is the case, there is no need for it to be too prolonged. So if you know that your timing, maybe you've not finished school or you think that, you know, you need to grow. um, And let me not even talk about school. You need to grow in your relationship with God because the Bible also talks about us being... Um, be, the, a, a single woman has the time for the things of God and then a yeah. married woman has time for the things of her husband you know so yes. your your youth is supposed to be a great time for you to know God to spend time yes. with God because immediately you get married your 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 focus would be or your attention would be divided yes, yes you have time for God but you're going to have time for your husband you're going to have time for your wife you're going to have time for your children when children come so so these are things that we need to get guardians from other people i remember um when i was uh, getting married in my early 20s and um i was about to get married and um 
you know when when you're in a relationship and you're like okay and then my husband um proposed that when i mean proposed he like came to do to have the engagement um with with his family i went okay. to my mom and i was like oh my god mommy you know it just it just everything it, th- that was like a reality <laughs> like suddenly like i'm getting married and i had um i had uh, were, were six in my family and just my two elder sisters were married and they're like really older than me so my <laughs> two immediate siblings were still single and wow. my my immediate elder sister let me just uh, um, um give you a good picture my immediate elder sister is almost six years older than i am so wow. you can imagine that she wasn't married yet and then i was supposed to be getting married so all this thought in my head i was like am i really ready for marriage you know <laughs> before that time i i i i was convinced that i was and but i now told my mom like mommy you know i i'm scared and she was like don't be scared you're, she said don't be scared because you are mature for marriage mm. and it just gave me peace that my mother would say that to me you know and yes. and i also remember that when my when my husband's family um sent a message and said they were coming to see my dad and all that um my dad called my my elder sister one of them who is married and said you know he's he couldn't sleep all night like <laughs> like of all the people i am the one getting married like how <laughs> like he was really worried and, the, and what my elder sister said was don't worry no daddy don't worry bia is very very mature and i'm like okay you mm. know so so they kind of convinced me you know and they they kind of made me also have the confidence. confidence yes yes you know so and and in other cases to someone can look at you and say look i don't think you're mature for marriage you should be able to yes. and if one or two people say that i think that if if my siblings or my elder siblings or my mom had been worried about it and he, she had thought look i don't think you're mature then i would have given it second thoughts and and kind of slowed down on the process or you understand what i'm saying yes so it's good for us to to do that and 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 all that now what essential tips can we give young believers about dating and relationships you know um what are those ex- essential tips that <laughs> things that are essential about dating that they should know Okay. for them to go into a relationship okay uh i think number one is knowing yourself i, mm. I think that that's very important and finding mm. you know you know your identity in god you know who you are mm-hmm. you know and because when you know who you are it sets it allows you enter the right relationship you know if if you are dating someone that is just interested in um in you sitting at home and god is telling you you need to go out into the field and you're like okay this will not work yeah mm-hmm. obviously not for me so you need mm-hmm. to know yourself purpose you need to know you know personally set your boundaries this is exactly to go as in i'm not going to pass this level i'm not going to do this with a guy or a girl when i enter into a relationship so you need to you just sit down and discover who you are first Mm. So another thing is you know that the right time in the relationship where you are supposed to do things. Now for marriage when you enter marriage is when you would actually have that explore your sexual desires and everything like that. So you know I am not going to go into um any sexual relationship with a guy when we eventually start going out or when mm-hmm. we are dating or we are courting whatever I'm not going to enter into any sexual relationship. And 
you know that not every sexual desire must be fulfilled yes not every sexual if, desire must be not everything must be fulfilled Let, let's even say yes, sexual desire <laughs> Okay, so you so were saying, yeah. Not every sexual desire must be fulfilled for boys, men, whichever one. Um, because not every erection should lead to ejaculation. Let me be transparent, please. Mm-hmm. So not that you feel because you uh you have a hard on or something for a girl, you just feel like okay, I need to explore that, maybe you need to to masturbate or something like that. No, you shouldn't mm-hmm. even go there. And for girls, not every itch should lead to satisfaction which would lead to masturbation, wanting to explore your sexual desires. So you shouldn't go there at all. Sex is for marriage. Just yes. put that in mind. And, you know, one thing is you may feel like, okay, so, you know, they have um, this thing, they have first base, second base, third base, fourth base. I don't know if you have heard of it. No, 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 no. Please educate okay. me. The first, old lady. First... <laughs> educate, educate the old lady in the house. So first, first base is basically maybe holding hands, kissing like okay. that, and then second base, you're looking at um your hold, you're touching each other, touching each other, the chest region, uh, holding mm-hmm. each other, and then um third base is below the belt. Okay, and then fourth base is when you enter into sex completely. So okay. I think it's best not to even start any base. Exactly. I, 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 that's the thing because when um i remember when my husband and i were cutting when we opened it was really really hard not to not to restrain ourselves once we started kissing and everything like that so you know it even got to a point that okay when we when he discovers that we are alone in the house okay he, he got to a point where we had to just go outside and we always watch movies on wednesdays so when he came over we just had to sit down outside and be watching the movie so that it gives us that openness because the gate, yeah. the gate we had at home was transparent, so people could see as they're walking by. So, is it transparent? No, it was open, 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 to... open um, public. It was public, yes, right? it public. was a public place. So, we'll sit down there. You know, it was really hard. And the thing is, when you enter into, when you start kissing, you don't, the body just changes. Your body is like, okay, I want more. Well, yeah. your body wants that desire, like, carried, fulfilled. So, yes. it's better to start at all because i i had it um i found it hard so i knew that i should just have maintained my stand on let's not go into any kissing let's not go into any just let's not do anything like that but it makes it better and when you when you marry it's, it's like you're, ex- you're looking at each other you're starting something new and fresh mm-hmm, not that mm-hmm. so it's better just not to enter into it at all so yeah and then Another thing is avoid secrecy as much as possible. You have to, you need an accountability partner. You need someone mm-hmm. that you that will be in check. And one of the, I am grateful that I was in Sunday school department in um, my former church. And the HOD, she, she would tell me that, you know, how are you guys doing? Because we're in the same department, my husband and I. So she would talk to me, not him, me, that how are you guys doing? That I hope you are not staying like, being in corners or something like I hope you guys are not because when we are looking for a, a house, you tell me that I hope you are not staying in the house with him. Be careful. Mm, yes. That. I know it got to a point I had a dream where she was telling me that I should be careful. So <laughs> it's good to have an it's good to have someone that 
that will talk to you and give you the right um the right tips so, advice yeah. yeah advice so and you know when you're hanging out don't just hang out in public places don't say mm. you can hang out alone nothing will happen i'm strong you are strong we're strong my goodness when you know the thing is when you're alone eh, that's when the the sexual desire will play very very well so you need to just very very well very well just be in public places is that's the best thing yeah you know i i i have like um that experience because like my husband and i i I always say we had two phases of our relationship we had um when i met my husband i wasn't a believer he wasn't one so we had a relationship that was um ungodly basically you know to to say the least and um luckily we we broke off that relationship and my husband was the first person to get born again he was the person who became a christian first and i wasn't for a while so we were apart for a while but eventually when we got back together and i i was now a believer and all that we we decided because we knew that we had had um a relationship that wasn't godly we kind of knew exactly what it was and yeah we were really not ready to test the waters at all. Mm. You know, maybe because of what we had known before and we had that experience and we now knew what God wanted, you know. Yeah. I was also lucky. I, I always say I'm lucky. And that's why I always say I don't really know a lot about like the dating scene because fortunately, my husband moved abroad. Um, he had finished school and, and all that and he, he um, moved abroad for work so he wasn't in nigeria and i was here so um we were communicating we had we basically had a relationship um on phone and so on and so forth yeah long distance so that helped but when my husband was going to come to visit we had to discuss like boundaries these are things Mm -hmm. that you can't do under the carpet and we're like you know what we know what it is and we know we know what it was and we know what it is now and we said you know what we're not going to kiss because there's no mm. point. Yes, we've yes. done it before. We've been there before, you know. So and 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 these boundaries are key. I know that some some young people will say, "Oh, I've never been kissed before, and it's different for you because you were kissed before and you knew what it was, and you know, it's like being yeah. there, done that." But I think that from someone who had done it before and had a chance to do it right, from you, the yeah. you, you're not missing anything. Yes, you have you have your whole life. As you know, when people <laughs> say that, you know when I don't yeah. say that, I tell you that you have your whole life. You're like, eh, but I you want know? it now. <laughs> yes, you know, you have your whole life. You know, and and now we've been married for over sixteen years. You know, we, wow. we, we knew we knew each other. We've known each other for over twenty six years. I met him when I was sixteen. Wow. The, yes, yes. But the thing is, so we 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 met as teenagers. We dated as teenagers and and then we got saved and then we realized that look if we were going to go back into a relationship it meant that we're going to get married as soon as possible so we kind of had to wait for the time you know so we communicated as friends and all that but we're like you know what we're going to do it right and so on so i need people to um young people to understand that you're not missing anything you Mm. know you're not missing anything you have your whole life to explore whatever you need to explore yes. so in two years don't give away what in two years what you have your whole lifetime to yeah do. yeah so you and need you to discuss. Be, 
you you would even be happy that when you enter in when you um marry the person God has for you you have be happy that you are presenting yourself like okay you were able to honor God you were able to keep yourself you were able to you know purity everything is just okay and yeah. then you know that you guys are starting something fresh together there's yes. no past saying oh when i was with this person or when mm-hmm. i was with this person yeah yeah like you're coming together as as new people as, as you, everything is just new yeah very true and then apart from sex i think that you know there are other important aspects like you know family background um, yes um, um finances you know your 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 beliefs apart from of course your your foundation is god and your 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 belief is okay we both believe in god we we both um um believe you know in in in, in the word of god in christ and all that however we have some other beliefs like people who are from different you know all of us are from different homes coming together yeah we need to understand try to see while we are dating if um our moral standards align our values you know? yeah yes our values what are your values what are my values you know there are some people that are from polygamous homes there are from people that are from single parent homes there are people yeah. that are regular homes how can you marry all these values and beliefs because you definitely have different values you know and i, I always use myself as an example my husband is an only child you know so he has wow. a totally different scene while I, i'm from a home of um six yeah. children and you know when I can when, when, when when they are talking about um in an obituary they say and so many relations too numerous to mention you know that's a, a typical uh, um, description of how uh, i was raised yeah. yeah so apart from my six siblings we had like too many relatives too numerous to mention who were a part of my life so i was used to like a communal um kind of life you know i i i i approach people differently from the way he did and we needed to understand he needed to understand if he could if he could yeah. Ma- yeah manage with someone like me who saw people differently or i had to also see if i could also be compatible with someone who was used to being alone who was mm-hmm. used to having his things you know and yeah. i'll tell you something funny um my mother-in-law brought my husband's toys it was unbelievable it was like <laughs> my mom my dad my siblings we found it so funny she brought his toys and she brought his books um his story books and i was thinking like where are my toys because like my cousins my you know my my even my my friends you know people would come and they would play with them and destroy them and i didn't care but you know she kept these things because i mean he didn't have siblings that were going to play with them and you know ruin them but but i had a different um 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 upbringing so i found it very funny like oh my god you know all your story books are intact all your toys are intact you know that kind of thing so we, we, we we're kind of different like that so so of course going into marriage you would see that his expectations of how toys should be kept uh, will be totally different from mine yes. you know this is just like a uh, like a, a simple very simple example yes but, you know so he will be like oh my god you know if people are coming in ah people are going to come out these children are going to spoil my children <laughs> but but for me i don't really care i'm like their kids like they can do whatever they want you know toys are for playing and then they get damaged you know so you need to understand if you would be compatible yes, you know in normal true. daily life 
in normal daily life is it something yes. you can deal with is it something you can live with or you're something that you're going to argue back and forth about is it something that you're going to understand from the other person's point of view so that if i do certain things my husband will be like ah, it's because of the way you know she was raised and you know and it's not a big deal as long as it's not <laughs> as long as it's not or you know like i i remember when um you know we started having kids and you know how you have a baby and your relatives will just show up you know yeah. and my husband will ask me like this your auntie did she call you know before she was coming and i i'm just thinking like call for what like she's my auntie do you get you know but he kind of felt like this is invasive he was born abroad you know he you know he just has a different different like mindset when it comes to that but i was used to like my we used to call when i was little we used to call my house nembele as an office like <laughs> anyone who like anyone who came from my village like with a bag would like just stop by like oh i'm coming from village and you know um you know i'm going to spend the night here kind of thing it was like yeah but of course obviously he wasn't that kind of person so he was always alarmed like you know how can people just show up you know so we had to find <laughs> yeah so we so we had to find <laughs> we had to find I have, a balance that issue too as well yes. yeah so you know we had to find a balance you know like okay you know um try to understand but he 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 totally understood and then of course of course there are benefits you know i mean he never had siblings so he's like um happy to on you know he's happy to have siblings and and enjoy the gisting and yeah. all that yeah yeah so but but you guys need to know if because some people can't deal with it yes you, you so you need to know if on a social level you know are you compatible spiritually the person might be you know to, and this is not a checking boxes thing but i'm just saying it um for a lack of a better word to use or better way to express myself the person may check the boxes um on on a spiritual level his growth and all that but on a social level and on your values does that person is that person align can you align you can of course definitely you can't perfectly align but yeah. you should be able to say yeah i can deal with this this is fine you know it's not a big deal i understand that this person is like this or this person is like that but it's not a big deal that's why we're individuals we're not supposed to be clones of ourselves yes so yeah so let me ask what are the what are the red flags because we need to highlight those ones what are the red flags what are those things that when you see you just know that no this is a no no okay um that's so many red Oh okay. Uh number one if the person is, is is not a Christian I think that's a red flag. Yeah. That one is clear. It, it's it's very clear. If the person has um maybe anger issues now. Hmm. You have to be very careful. How will you know if the person has anger issues? You watch how the person relates to with other people. Mm-hmm. How the person mm-hmm. the person get angry easily. Is the person um just you just know how the person relates with other people and then another red flag you can also reach it in red flag and and say that off the top of my my head yeah. right now right for me um um physical intimacy because people have a lot of excuses like oh we need to test if we are sexually compatible oh we need to try you know all those things don't come into play in a christian um um relationship 
you know yeah we've talked about sexual purity is a red flag if anyone is giving you a hint you know for you to go into an intimate sexual relationship with him or her you know in the guise of oh let's check whether you know oh a lot of people are complaining a lot of marriages are breaking because of sexual intimacy and yes. so on and so forth oh the excuse that the church is not talking about it enough that's why we're having this podcast that's why we're talking about it and hopefully we'll talk about that in in some other um, um episode but as long as it does not align with what god expects of us then we should know that that is a um that is a really red flag for me too another thing is being open being open about a lot of things um, um in the world people always say sex and money those are two of the major things that cause um are the causes of divorce amongst many other things of course yeah, yeah. you know so the person you should both be be able to be open about your views on finances yes. you know yes. um what what are your expectations as a man what are expect- expectations as a woman you know are you the woman that wants okay the man to a man that okay you expect that he takes care of you he takes care of everything and you know you don't want to walk are you oh, the God. kind of person that okay you would work but you expect the man to provide everything because it's the man's right to do that or is the man's responsibility or mm-hmm. do you believe that okay you're going to contribute you're going to put all your resources together as husband and wife because you know um you believe that whatever belongs to you belongs to your husband or whatever belongs to you. you know so um we you those conversations so let me not talk about I, conversations you need to the person needs to be open i don't think another one is um inferiority and inferiority superiority complex yeah that's a big one so if yeah you need to be careful the person is feeling like okay maybe you just get a promotion now and the person is still at the lower level or or something and the person just reacts differently like oh okay mm-hmm. you know you need to watch it because when you now get married the person is obviously going to be very as it is going to want to stop you from moving forward or progressing we rather like that you are just under or very very lower than him yes yes that 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 one is very key that one is very key and that has caused a lot of divorces because people cannot deal with either a wife being um more successful than them you know so you you as the guy and we're talking to guys now know yourself you know um talk about i said know yourself know who you are if you're somebody that cannot stand that which is actually ungodly so you need to really check your relationship with god yes you need to go back to the drawing board and check your relationship with god because god blesses who whomever he wishes to bless it's not in your place you know to put somebody down or bring somebody up so you need to check yourself and say if i cannot deal with this kind of thing then i need then i'm not ready Yes. I'm not ready because even sometimes in some marriages at the beginning the man is on top the man is on top the man you know the woman is not and then the woman yeah. may, may, maybe when she's 40 or 45 or 50 she starts a business and that business now you know um just overtakes everything that you have done in in the past um, um 20 yes, years of so. your marriage. So at that point what are you going to do because you've kind of had the wife who you're better than in quotes for so many years and now the suddenly how are you going to deal with that and you will never even know when you will need her help because exactly there was, there was a story that i heard of a, um a pastor and his wife that mm. got to a point where he had to leave his job 
because there was I think there was a problem somewhere, so he had to leave, leave his job, and then the wife was the breadwinner. Mm-hmm. I know she was was really really submissive to him, as in she allowed him um say okay this is how we're going to do it do the school the children's fees like that you know mm-hmm. he was he, he didn't say okay you know what just bring all the money and i'll keep it to myself or whatever mm-hmm. i'll spend it mm-hmm. no, they have to put their priorities first like with the children first like okay this yes. is how our, our tight they will suck the children's fees then the home you know not the one that you say oh my brother has come to ask for money let me take the money and just give it to him yeah you know, no they had he, he let it was my goodness when i heard the story i was like okay this is someone that is mature that's like really yes. mature saying that and the woman as well for her to actually submit to that level yeah because you know you're his help meet and when you say somebody you're somebody's help meet if the person is down then you should be able to assist the person so so that's yes. what a help meet is that's my money my money yes yes so all those things are very important inferiority complex um finances you need to you, you know so all if the person is hiding his finances and all that it doesn't come out plain then if you can't have those conversations then it's a it's a red flag because it's a it's a, it's a big deal so now in yeah. this time so i want to talk about social media and um, internet how are they beneficial in relationships with believers now for me i can say it's beneficial in the sense that you know it, it can encourage purity like it reduces temptation like um because you can communicate um yeah. on whatsapp and all that so so how is it beneficial i want to talk about how it's beneficial first before i talk about how harmful it is so that it doesn't seem like we're bashing the use of yeah. um, social media because social of course media. everything has a good side yeah yeah not because you look at it now um back then even i think it was i was 13 or 12 when they, they started bringing out cell phones and everything so mm-hmm. back then it was just landlines and you couldn't really you know i think it has improved communication yes that it helps people you know like people that are now abroad and mm. um yeah a long distance relationship it helps you know like now we have skype we have video calls yes so it really helps to to still be communicating with the person keep the relationship still going so that really helps and um like if you look at online dating as well online um apps and all those things people may say that it's it's wrong that it's um a bad thing but i look at it and see that yeah that god can use any means to he can use any means to like get people together so you can't just dismiss it and say that, oh okay that's not going to that's not going to work or mm. it's an evil i think that yeah there are really there are pluses to this to these things so I think those are the ones that I can think of off the top of my head. Right? Yeah. So, 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 how can they be harmful? Because we know, you know, a lot of Christians um, say, "Oh, no social media, no this and now all that." And we have said that, yes, you know, they have a place. You know, um, it can encourage purity. For example, you can be on the phone, you can go on WhatsApp, and it's not even yeah. for me. It's not only for long distance. For example, if my daughter is old enough to be in a relationship and um i don't and and she's um chasing purity i i think that um um com- communicating via um the internet and all that even if maybe the person is in lagos um would be better than physically seeing 
more often they can be able to yeah. communicate they can be able it gives them a space to talk it gives them a space to know each other better yeah now, however social media is also a place where people can hide behind a mask yes so, so. So personally i don't think it's a place is a basis for a relationship you know i'm actually i'm actually biased about on, online dating but that's a different topic oh, altogether okay, you know, yeah, that's okay. yeah i'm actually biased about it because I, I i tell my daughter don't meet anybody online please yeah, don't want to do, yeah i tell her like that's and, and i that's my husband's opinion too because you don't really know who that person is i'm not saying yeah. that you can't communicate with someone online but i think that it's a difficult place to be because yes. you can you can just assume a persona online a lot of a lot of, a lot of people are doing that even people we know you know you see them online and you're like ah, yeah, are, you, so are, even you, are you serious yes are you serious like really you know but but and, and that is the problem with that so we really need to be careful that that is not the basis because even yeah. for someone who has been married for so long my dear you would see a lot of things in marriage you see a lot of new things and when i mean things behaviors that you never even knew because they are deep seated because yeah. you there's really never time for you to know someone in totality and it yes. also applies to you they're going to be surprises there's something um a friend of mine told me an older friend early in my marriage she said marriage is like you have a room full of gifts and every day you walk in and you open a gift Some, yeah sometimes it's a fantastic gift you love and sometimes it's one you may not like and that is what and, That's and, true. and yeah so it kind of hit me and I kind of had a total understanding of it but it doesn't mean that okay because you see something you don't like you know remember you're in a godly That's marriage yes, yes it doesn't mean that it's a bad thing you kind of see how you can walk around it so um based on that if I, I I'm still going to have surprises about certain things in my marriage um then i don't need i need to know as much as i can you know truthful things at the beginning for me to be able to make my judgment to say i can marry this person or not and being online is um for me is um i don't know it shouldn't be the basis of the relationship basically that's what i'm saying yeah i mean, i uh i agree that you it shouldn't be the basis but you know you could actually this thing if you meet a person you could shifted from online to physically so offline, yes, yes, yes yes so yes. that could work mm. um because I, i believe that there are people who have met online and i've got to right not probably not in nigeria but abroad but yes. yeah so but okay yeah okay, it's, just, it's, just my personal, it's just my personal bias actually oh, oh it's yeah, fine yeah. Uh, <laughs> but i think another um uh thing about harmful thing about social media is pressures like You, you see people posting things online like, uh, maybe you go to instagram instagram is like everybody wants to be on instagram or most people on instagram most you yes. on instagram yes. so, and you see you know your friends and relationship taking pictures and you're like ah why can't this guy be like this or why can't this girl be like this now she's mm. so that they're having fun and everything like that but you know the thing about social media posting on instagram is that they put the good food in front exactly And you, you don't see what's happening behind the scenes. So uh, every time you just want to appear chummy and happy and mm-hmm, everything like that. Mm-hmm. And you don't know that, okay, that this indirectly you're being pressured to want to 
to want to be in a relationship if you are not in one or want to perform in your relationship like okay let's mm-hmm. to let's be like this as well let's be like these people let's do mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. so in, in the the pressures are there so as long as you you already know yourself and you know that okay this is not this is not me okay i'm happy for them that's their own thing but this is our own thing so exactly. you need to be satisfied and content as long as you're okay with yourself yeah another thing is um excessive use because in as much as yeah. yes it's a good it's a good um place for communication i think that we should all and that's that's a that's a rule of thumb for me in every aspect of my life do all things in moderation moderation yes, yes. so so you we need to do these things in moderation so it doesn't mean that because i feel that oh um it's a good um it's a good place to help me and if i'm in a relationship to reduce temptation and not be like in one place all the time doesn't yeah. mean that it should be an everyday we should we should yes. have space you know because that space helps you to think you know it, yes. it helps you to to review your conversations and so on but if you're bombarded with you know all these phone calls and video calls and things like that you know you you become distracted you even become distracted to, from god because like i said the single the single man has time for the things of god so yes. um, wait until you're married you'll be bombarded now the person will be on the same <laughs> bed, with, bed with you all the time you're like you're like with the person like all the time so time, just, yes. allow things to happen right at the right time yes yes at the right time you can't be always waking up in the morning to that person's call three um, um five times a day calls it's um it's like the person is love bombing you or you're love bombing the person yeah we should just have like self-control in that aspect um so we've talked a lot about this what about older people who are still in the dating scene you know i've had conversations with um friends and um people i know who are my age i'm i'm 42 and um they're still single and they they keep telling me oh bia you know things are different now for people who you know have stayed single for a long time they are set in their ways you know what can we say to them as christians you know for me i say it the same things still apply it doesn't change i don't know what you think topic no yeah it's it's still the same thing it doesn't doesn't change there's no um there's no okay this is for this person this for this person i think Mm. you have to apply the same principles apply the same methods so yeah it doesn't change it doesn't change because of you are older it doesn't change you know it's not because because i've had people say oh my biological clock is ticking so yeah. um yeah 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 uh, um oh um, you know um, i can't choose a setting guy because you know i've been working i'm now a manager in my um um in my corporation oh. and you know i have to have a certain kind but you kind need of. to you need to go back to the fundamentals and the basics and say what does god want yes you know you need to know what god wants it's not about how you feel and I, i've mentioned before the heart is deceitful you yes. know so your heart your heart to be telling you oh am i going to have children oh am i hey, the god that gave sarah and then you know people will say oh this is such a far, far-fetched example but the truth no. is the truth you get if you believe that god could do all can do all things the bible says all things are possible with god yeah. so if you believe that you know um 
and that God can do all things and he can do all things. You shouldn't worry about whether you're going to have kids, whether you're going to, you know, be compatible sexually. You shouldn't really worry yes. about those things. Yes. It's it's the same thing that applies or oh, it's more difficult to find people you know because all the good girls are married or all the men are married you know that kind of thing but god always has a plan for us individually it doesn't we're not in competition with anybody so we need to have, keep an open mind continue to serve god and and um believe believe That's- that you know god's word is true Yeah, it doesn't mean that uh, once you now enter into a relationship with an unbeliever, no, that's not, that's not exactly. You know, and that was the second thing, big question I wanted to say. Can you date an unbeliever? Someone who is not a who is not a believer? No. No. No, no, please. No. No. And we may sound snobbish or whatever, but the truth is that A lot of people go under the guise of oh I'll change him or her or I'm you know, change, em- no. I, or I can I'm I'm, I'm preaching to him. Is that is there is evangelism is different from relationship. So identify yes. what you're doing. If you're evangelizing somebody you need to be focused. You're not going to be loving the person and crushing it's on the person while you're even bring the change not even you. It's not it's not going to be you that is you may be you may behave very nice and everything that Holy Spirit that will still prompt the person to to believe prompt the person to behave do you know everything is just from the holy spirit you can't do it mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, just to, to add to what i said there was um there was something i read about a woman okay. who was going out with a guy that's abroad mm-hmm. now and, yeah and she she bumped into her friends and they asked her okay like why haven't we seen you in this meeting and everything and she was like oh sorry that i was I wasn't available at the time I was busy and I like, okay that she was like okay I'll see you next time. So the guy she was with asked who were those people I mean what I'm not talking about. So she was like okay they're my friends we go to church together and he just realized that okay she's a Christian and he mm. that relationship just went dissolved. So yes. she met another guy again and and the guy was also it not as if he was opposed to Christianity wasn't really into it. It's not like okay that he wants to be a religious person. He wasn't into it. Mm. No, but and she liked him. He understood her and everything. And it got to a point in time that they had to, you know, go to a council or maybe a dating council or whatever. Yeah. And discuss this religious thing because it was at that point where they had to decide if they could move forward or not. And the woman, the counselor told the lady that you see that your believes your um being a christian your christianity and everything like that is rooted to your identity it's of who you are and yeah this guy is not going to accept you like that so it's like if you want to be with him you have to tear a part of your identity away and be with the person so she just realized that that relationship was not going to work and she just yeah. just they went apart so they went their different ways so you you can't just decide that you want to um be in a, because you want to get married you want to be with somebody and you just want to just abandon your christian beliefs it's not going to it's not going to help you it's not going to help the person yeah. because at the end of the day you're looking at if we say relationship leads to marriage and then at the end of the day we have to look at what happens at the end of everything is that you're going 
to spend eternity with God or spend eternity with the devil. So, you know, you, everything has an end. You just have to look at, okay, where is the end of this thing? Even if we get married, yeah. if someone dies, I'm like, what is the end? I'm sorry, I'm going too deep. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, please. Let's, let's, I mean, these, these are things that are, are necessary that should, should, should come because these are conversations that um, people find hard to have. And that's why we're having this conversation. So yeah, that that's that's basically that you you have to be careful. And she was now looking at okay. So if she wants to be with a guy, the problem is now is that if she sees a guy and the guy says a Christian or she looks at a dating app and the person is a Christian, it's like the person is just ticking the Christianity box. The person is not actively practicing Christianity. So you yeah. know. These days, you see shallow Christians. You see people that they are not really—they just call themselves Christians, but they are not really Christians. They are not really practicing what the Bible says. So yeah. she has to say that okay, she's looking for someone that is actively practicing the Word acting of God. Acting on the Word of God. Yes, acting not on the word just of God. saying I am a Christian. No. Mm-hmm. So yes, that that that's it. Wow. Thank you so much, Tope. I I um, we've we've talked a lot. Um, um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, but uh, my fi- final comment would be that the aim of a believer to date or enter into a relationship, you know, with the opposite sex is to eventually get married. Yes. And we, we, we've, we've talked a lot about this, you know, we should know our God, we should, we should know exactly what, understand what God expects of us. Um, and we've highlighted um, tips on dating and relationships, the red flags and and so on and so forth. And I'm just going to end by this because in in the title of this theme, I said doing it God's way in a world that everything now permissible. And the Bible, in the Bible, uh, um, Paul said, all things are permissible, but not all things are beneficial. I think we need to know what is beneficial to yes. us as Christians at at the time where we are not yet married and we are dating and in a relationship, what are those things that are beneficial to us and our relationship with God? That is what we should always have at the back of our minds. We should yeah. also do all things in moderation. I don't know, um, um, Tokwe, what, what, what final comments do you have um, before we close? Oh, um, well, final comments just keep your relationship with God alive because when your relationship with him is active he'll direct you in everything you need to do so you don't have to worry about sorry you don't have to worry about certain things just let God lead you and have the right right relationship with him that's all yeah so if you want to um, continue with this conversation with either Tokwe or myself um, you can always leave a message on my blog um www.robinbookwormng.com check on um click on podcast on the menu and then click on episode eight um there's a there's a message box it will go straight to my um email and then we can respond to you if you want you have more questions um you want to know more about 
dating and um, um, being in a relationship before marriage as a Christian, we're, we're open to continue this conversation with you. Also, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on um, the Apple Podcast app, which you can download from the Apple on your Apple phone from the App Store or the Google Podcast app, which you can download from the Play Store in, on any um, Android phone. You can also listen on the blog, um, rovingbookomng.com. All the episodes are there. And please share with your family and friends. I know you can also reach Tokpe on her blog. Tokpe, please, can you just um, tell them, um, give them information? Okay, um, you can reach me at um, www.lifegodandlove.com. Uh, also on Instagram. I'm, I'm on Instagram. is also um, at Tokpe Omotoshore Rights. So you can reach me there. Or All send right. me an email with the same name. Thank you so much, Tokwe. I mean, I just had a, I've just had a lot of fun having this conversation. And I I hope that our listeners also en- enjoyed this conversation. I know that there are different variants of this conversation. And Tokwe, you're going to come back again, probably on um, the next season um, okay. of this podcast. Um, and so that we have more conversations um, um, about Christianity and about um, just being the best that we can um for god so all right um, yeah thank you so so much um for my lovely listeners i wish you all a splendid weekend and a fruitful week and uh, um also a blissful new month because um, um we won't be seeing until we're already in september till the next episode is bye for now i love you loads Tucker, you can say bye to our listeners bye bye thank you bye <laughs>